0: nature of this program. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Arrest them. Son, you have a right to refuse his order, and I guarantee you're gonna die if you touch me, and there's no afterlife. Everything just goes
2: black. Don't do it. What, Rick! Okay, what was that? Death. What kind? Instant. Th- there was no sound. He just died. Yeah, terrifying. It's a terrifying thing to watch happen. It's called a deterrent. You couldn't just knock him out? I was knocking out a deterrent. Everyone wants to be knocked out.
1: Nobody wants to be dead. And then one night
0: June Tramp. Tramp. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here.
1: Thank you so much for having me on your podcast.
0: Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, the guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two
3: Strangers, One Podcast. This is podcasting.
0: You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo.
2: Well, hello, and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, according to William Barr, there is no collusion between this podcast and Russia,
1: or the Tsunami <laughs> Fable podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it's sort of like you know it reminds me of the um the the episode I mean of course we're talking about the Mormon religion, but of course, and i what I learn about the Mormon religion I've learned from watching South Park uh when the South Park kind of goofs on the Mormon religion and they say like you know Joseph Smith is the only guy that could read these golden plates that were sent to him by God, and he you know the golden plates are like in a hat or some shit like that in a box, and he's the only one that could read it. It reminds me very much of the William Barr. Uh, being the only person to read the Mueller report and tell us, oh, yeah, sure, sure. No, 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 no fire over here. Ignore all the smoke. Nothing. Everything
1: is wonderful. (laughs) Uh, I have so much to say about that. I have so much to say about fucking the media going after Biden, even though nothing's really happening, but. They want to go after him. It's just uh, uh, yeah.
2: well. The funny thing is, is and I'll, we can get into this later on. Uh, part of uh, and we apologize to our long term listeners. Of course, you know uh, as as life usually it's happens. Fault. It is my fault <laughs> that we didn't because last week when we were supposed to record with my new job and with it being the end of March, it was the end of the week slash the end of the month slash the end of the quarter. And, you know, usually, you know, people try to get, you know, people try to get things done at the end of the week. People really try to push and try to get things before the end of the month. And then at the fucking end of the quarter, everyone and their grandmother came out of the fucking woodwork and decided to fucking, you know, just pile work on top of me. And it's, you know, I was expecting it. My boss warned warned me about it. So we were supposed to record last week, but I was just... You know, too busy with work, you know, on the days where I have a little more free time and if, you know, if I needed to go take care of something in the middle of the day, one of the good things about my job is I can just like, you know, go and handle my business and then come back and finish my work for, the, you know, but last Thursday and Friday, you know, I was just fucking swamped. So uh we apologize. We were supposed to record, but, you know, life happens and then uh the other thing that kind of happened since the last our last episode is I went down to New york city and uh you know and it was good to see family and I brought my daughter with me and it was all good and fun and I, and i i I saw my dad now I don't know if I've mentioned this before in the podcast and we won't get deep into this, but you know my dad is a trump a uh, a a a a you know no you know no holds barred you know. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't so want to hear. I'm so sorry for you. Yet my dad <laughs> listens to the podcast, and like my dad is like, when I listen to fucking podcast, I want to wring your fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I, once again, dad, I love you. Or you know, uh, this is what happens. People, you know, we, people stand on different sides of the fence, even though we're family, and listen, I love him, and listen, he loves me. I like your father. I like your father. <laughs> but I hate I know, Trump but supporters. I, know, but <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, freedom of speech. We're gonna say what we say. So, dad, I'm sorry. And you know, I apologize for all this shit I said in the past. You know, here here's, here comes another avalanche of shit <laughs> that you probably don't want to hear. But it's all good. You know, I love him. He loves me. people. Love each other, even though they don't agree. But um, so uh, yeah, uh, we went. I went down to New York City. That was part of part of it. Did, wait, did you want to get into anything like that now, or or did we want to keep it? light in the area before we get into Do you the- want
1: no let's just, let's just get into Well let me get into the Biden thing first. will we'll take mercy on your your father for a little bit on this podcast. <laughs> um listen, I get that there's this Me Too movement and we've we've talked at length about this with the Vix situation and other things that happen. And clearly, if somebody is being sexually harassed or harassed in any way to the point where they should be saying something, yes, you should say something. We've said this on this podcast before. That is nowhere what I'm trying to get at right now. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to get at right now is the fact that two women, both are Democrats, both came out and said, well, Biden touched me and I didn't I didn't like. And then when they pressed them, they're like, oh, well, he never did anything like sexually harass me or harass me. We, I just didn't like the way that he touched him. Oh. So and it says it in the articles that these these people wrote. And it's like, but so then why are you saying something? Why not say something directly to him? Hey, hey, Joe, listen, um, you're going to be pre- you're, you're going to be trying to be president. This you may want to address this right now instead of coming out. And here's the thing that kills me. The one woman, I can't think of her name off the top of my head because she's a nobody to me anyways. Fuck her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she basically says basically she was at a rally for like Ben O'Rourke and these other people or like she was at this rally for them. And I'm just sitting there going, so what you're saying is, is you're trying to prevent Biden from running for president. Okay, so and Biden's come out like 50 different times and said, look, I'm going to change the way that I do things. I'm going to make sure that I, you know, take people's feelings into account, which I think is great that he said. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm not going to do that anymore. But. I also want him to just make sure that I never, I never had any intent. I wasn't doing anything wrong, which I agree. I don't mm-hmm. think he was doing anything wrong. And then the media well, in is his like,
2: head, he's not doing anything wrong. No, That's I just, feel, I feel like that way too, Chris. Like, and, and just saying, and in, in today's in the filter of today, you know, people look at every little thing and think they're doing wrong. Like they, they people can see wrong if they want to see wrong, they're going to see wrong. Right. Um. I don't think in his head he was, he wasn't trying. You know, to make anybody uncomfortable. He wasn't trying. He's an older guy. That's sort of the, jo- you know, the joke, Uncle Joe. And that's Joe what. And-, and that's what other older guys usually do. They and that and
1: it's also come up where there's been these people like on CNN, for example, mm-hmm. that have seen Joe Biden before. They've been around him, and like they've said, like literally, like like the one woman said that they were about to do like a proposal and she was really, really nervous. And what Joe does is usually he'll come up and like you know, hold their hand and be like, all right, let's get this started. Don't, you know, don't be, don't be worried. You know, I'm here if you need anything, that kind of thing, the comforting kind of person. Mm -hmm. And they're fine with that because they know him. But like, I I get where some people may, like, if they don't know Joe, like they may just kind of be like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. But I also am sitting here going, why are you saying this now? Because one of these women said, oh, well, this happened 10 years ago again i hate this shit because like yeah can we can we if, if you were really that offended 10 years ago you should have said something especially since it's not anything harassment or in a sexual nature
2: yeah and especially Cause... like like not for nothing i mean not to cut you off is when you see pictures of when he was serving with obama yeah always you know hands on each other's shoulders and stuff like oh, that okay. like He's a touchy-feely guy, and once again, through today's filter, it, yes, it looks really bad. And, you know, even as as much as, you know, I mean, he was just in office, you know, two, three years ago, uh, you know... M- the, my point being is he wasn't touching these women. I mean, I, once I don't look, I don't obviously I don't know the whole story, But him putting his hands on people, he's handsy with everybody. He was handsy with the yeah. fucking President of the United States, exactly. you know, uh,
1: and you he know. said that too. He said yeah. that too. He's like, he's like, I've done it with both men and women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't feel like I'm doing something wrong in the situation. I understand that there's an issue, mm-hmm. and I need to be more cognizant of it, and I'm going to change. And that's exactly what he needed to do. But because he didn't apologize to these two women, oh, now now it's it's now he's in the wrong, apparently. And I'm just sitting here going, can we please stop? I'm like, you're you're talking about a guy who nowhere is near President Trump, where he literally has slept with prostitutes and treated them like absolute garbage. But yet this is wrong. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we kind of got to, that's why I always say in these kinds of situations that we have to come up with a degree of this isn't bad. This is bad kind of thing, because I think that we're going way too far off on the rails mm-hmm. because this isn't bad. This isn't like to the degree that the media is putting it out to be. And this is, this is where I disagree with the media where I don't like what they're doing because they do this shit all the time, Chris. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why I'm so glad that I, and I this the sketch last night. Like, I'm so glad that I'm not like somebody famous or I'm not like somebody where the media would be following me around or I'm like a politician is what I was going to say. Because you fart the wrong way and you're you're going to get in, you know, you could get in trouble for that. I mean that, that sounds funny but, you know, I, I respect what some of these women say but I also sit there and go, well, you're taking this a little too far. So, you know let's Let's stop this because he didn't sexually harass you. He didn't mean it. He didn't do anything that you felt that was appropriate, that wasn't appropriate ten years ago. But yet, yeah now you're complaining because you don't want it really feels like they just don't want Joe Biden to run is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just inappropriate because honestly, Chris, between you and me and and everybody will hear this from me right now, if Joe Biden runs, I will not only contribute to his campaign. But I guarantee you, he's the only one that can beat Trump in that race. Mom. So, yeah. Finally,
2: mean, along... along go, go ahead. Oh no, no. It was just and I was going to mention something like, like you know, you had put like just recently on you put, put posted on Facebook like, you know, there's like 17 different Democrats. Yeah, I was about know, to say all that, coming like, out yeah. right now, but it's like you know, I mean, look, we're two years away. Everyone and their mother is going to come out. Well, you know, everyone's out here. Look, even. There, I'm pretty sure there are people that are dead serious about trying to be president, but I think there's also people just trying to get their name out there. You know, you know, you know, we wouldn't even know about, uh, you know, Ben Carson if he never ran for president. We wouldn't know yeah. about, um, you know, uh, what's the guy that, you know, Mitt Romney, if he didn't run for president, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, except for the people who like are from the states where these guys are from, you know, People get their name out there. They get, you know, and 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 don't get me wrong. You know, maybe at the very beginning. They get sold on an idea, and they they get enough backers and supporters to give them all the money that they need to campaign. But as we get closer to the fucking big race, and hopefully, I mean, this won't be like what happened between Bernie Sanders and and Hillary, you know, where people aren't stepping on each other's dicks and fucking, you know, and well, fucking I mean, up the situation. But hopefully, be... more people will fall to the wayside as we get closer to yeah. the actual, you know, twenty twenty election. I mean, I mean, and I'm gonna be honest with you, like, I think
1: that. And, you know, I'm I wish Hillary would have been president, but I think it was actually a better thing for the country in the sense that two years later, we we voted in a shitload of fucking goddamn uh, people into the house to replace these shitty ass Republicans. And also, you know, we they most of them were women. So, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like this. It wasn't a bad thing. The women's revolution basically said, fuck you for not voting Hillary. This is going to happen now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, either way, she kind of won that battle because, you know, she not only did she get three million more votes than dumbass Trump did, but, you know, she's she also caused this women's revolution that brought everybody into the house. Mm-hmm. I still think that the independents were the one that ultimately made the decision, but, you know, it still goes to show that, you know, when women want to, when women get pissed, they get pissed. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, so here's the problem, Chris, like the Republicans tried this and that's why I'm kind of just sitting there going, oh God, because <laughs> if you remember when Trump was, was going in, I think it was what, about 15 people were trying to go on the Republican side. And I even thought that was way too much on the Republican side. I'm sitting there going, why? <laughs> like, why is there so many people going when there's not now you're right after the first debate? Or before the first debate, some of these people will drop off. But before we get there, Chris, we may be getting about like twenty, like over twenty people trying to go for president, including Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And that to me is just—it's stupid at this point.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I said, things—people, people people are going to fall to the wayside. You know, it's right now everybody's getting way too fucking excited. You know, it, and I, I've said this before, it's like everyone wants to be everyone wants to be the guy that takes Trump out, you know, that like just on, I don't on, think, on that on that alone, people. I like, don't
1: think honestly, like anybody in that field besides Joe Biden, when he actually decides to run, will be able to defeat him, because here's the thing. If you've been watching and I, I don't know if you've been watching CNN or whatever, but they've been going into like Pennsylvania and these states that Trump won last time that. Usually goes to Democrats. Some of these people that voted for Trump are like, "No, I don't like this. I don't like I don't like anybody that's running." But if Joe Biden ran, I would actually look at it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, I sit there and I go, "That's the answer right there. Let's put Joe Biden in here. Let's get this guy voted in." And again, I'm not saying that Joe Biden has to be like Joe Biden should not only be the nominee, but I think what he needs to do is he needs to bring somebody in from that field that's younger that uh speaks to that you know speaks to the left of our party speaks to the new ideas that we want to do and bring them in as well because mm-hmm. I think that will benefit him in the long run don't bring Bernie Sanders in I don't think Bernie Sanders has I don't know I, I he's too socialist for me honestly um I just for me I'm more of like a like a moderate central Democrat I kind of I want I'm open to a lot of new ideas but I'm also kind of like let's pump the brakes on some stuff Mm -hmm. let's let's bring some stuff back like for example my my interest rates on my student loans are just continue to go up because of fucking trump Mm -hmm. let's get a democrat back in the office and get these interest rates back down because people are people are literally paying out the ass for this stuff same thing with the medical insurance they just said the other day that um i think it's over two billion dollars for Um, like people are taking out just to pay for medical insurance. That's crazy, Chris, Mm -hmm. that's fucking crazy. So, you know, it's, and I I could be wrong about that number by the way, but it's in the trillions somewhere or no, I'm not sorry. Not trillions, billions, but, um, yeah, I mean, we need to, we need to hit this stuff up and just get this stuff taken care of first. Yes. I think, I think your girl there has a good idea about the green new deal, but, if we're going to do the Green New Deal, we need to incentivize people to do that. So if somebody goes out, like, for example, my boss got uh, solar power for his roof. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a huge thing, but he's got that stuff. Yeah. He got a huge tax write-off. We need, to conti- we need to make sure that these states do the same thing. So if somebody goes and gets an electric car and then also buys an electric charger for that car for their house,
2: mm-hmm. they get tax write-offs for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: But so we need to we need to we need to start looking at that kind of stuff, too. So that's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. But like when you got fucking Trump saying and I mean, just something I wasn't ready to talk about this. But when you got Trump saying that the noise from windmills causes cancer, which is like a, a fucking legit thing that he said, it just shows that like, you know, he's in the pocket of, you know, of and, and, and it's not like, you know, oh, you know, big oil is giving him money. But. You know he's looking out for his own. You know he's oh, yeah, looking out. For, he's looking out for for millionaires and billionaires, and you know to spread misinformation like fucking uh, windmills. The noise and windmills give you fucking yeah, cancer. Yeah, I just you oh know my god. And and it's like, like you know you know when when we live in a world where fucking people think that the earth is flat and fucking dinosaurs were around five thousand years ago. You know, these are the fucking dummies that are gonna vote fucking, they're gonna keep, you know, and trust me, I want, I wanna believe that Trump is gonna be voted out of office in 2020 if he's not fucking in jail by then. But, uh, you know, and that, that's just wishful thinking. But, you know, we, we're well, surrounded by so many fucking dummies and anti-vax moms and, 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 oh, and yeah, yeah, flat yeah. earthers and fucking people who think, you know, dinosaurs were here 5,000 years ago that I, I, I'm terrified you know that when the president's saying uh hey, windmills uh the wind the noise in the windmills give people <laughs> cancer you know these dummies are gonna fucking believe it and and and, and you know it, you know it's it's disgusting horrible misinformation that you know and and wasn't it i and I could be wrong wasn't it like he was in Ireland or Scotland where he had like a he had a a golf course in Scotland. And he was beefing yeah. with the neighbors because they had wind. So like on top of what you know, on top of him having a personal beef with like windmills, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he's looking out for the best interests of oil companies well, and people, you know, the the traditional energy companies who don't want windmills, uh, who don't want solar panels. You, you know, they, you know these people are making plenty of money selling oil to yeah. homes, selling you know uh, natural yeah. gas people fracking for fucking Mm -hmm. natural gas and and all this shit, you know, they, 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 they have a stranglehold. They have a fucking monopoly on how power supplies people's houses. You know, they're, they're not going to give it up easily to, uh, solar panels—they're not going to give it up easily to fucking windmills. Yeah. And now we got the dummy in charge, fucking giving out <laughs> bad information. You know, to the fucking dummies that follow him. And it's—it's it's scary. It's fucking scary. Well, and I want—I don't want him to win in twenty twenty, but he's fucking—he's. He's, you know. I don't
1: think oh, I don't I don't honestly think Chris that he's going to win because, like I said, if we get a Joe Biden in there. Mm-hmm then I think he's going to lose. As long as Joe doesn't do something, it hasn't done something stupid in his past. I think he'll be the nominee. I think that he'll pick a vice president that is going to reflect the prog- progressive socialist left side of the party. And I think we're going to be fine. And I what think- I don't, and, and well, here's well. the thing like about Trump. Um, I think that if he were to, and again, th- this isn't hard being president. Like this is the other reason why I want Joe Biden, because It's, it's not about like, it's not about Trump per se. Yes, he's a, he's a terrible person. He says so much bullshit that it's not even funny at this point, but it's more or less about the fact that you got a guy who's making us the laughingstock of the world when we're supposed to be leading the world and being the example. Like, I mean, we're being the example now in the opposite direction. We're being the example of this is not what you do kind of. Thing. And by the time that Trump is out of office, like I I personally think that what's going to happen is is that we're going to we're going to be in a in a um oh, what's the it's not re- recession, it's going to be um um inflation.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going we're going to be so like we're going to be uh, people are going to be paying so much money that the person that comes in has to be able to bring the country back together because we're so against each other now that it's, it's to the point of where we need somebody to kind of bring back. We need that. We need the, we need the, the comforting Joe to come in and bring it back to the center. That's what people don't understand. It's not about somebody not going about these new ideas that um, our party is coming up with. Now it's about bringing our country back to a center position where we are the leaders of the world, we are a shining example for how a country should be in this in on the Earth, planet Earth, mm-hmm. and we're not right now. And I think that's why I want Joe Biden now. As for Trump, and I don't think I've we've done a podcast in a while since this this report came out. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Chris, and you may you may disagree with me, but let's take the not the obstruction part, but the um, what is it? Um, The collusion part, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually happy that he's not he wasn't colluding with Russia. And here's the reason why I don't ever want a president to be colluding with a a foreign country. If that happened, dude, Mm -hmm. our country would go into fucking chaos. Well,
2: yes and no. But now, now let me let me put my little hot take on there. You know, to say colluding would mean that he sat there and purposefully made decisions to you know basically you know what what amounts to fucking treason and manipulate this country that being said it's not like they're saying no collusion doesn't mean there isn't russian interference if you right. get what i'm saying like like i'm pretty putin is x kgb putin's a very smart man and the same. and look at you know tries you know i get mad at trump and i say he's a dummy it's funny that you know Trump has seemed to fucking dodge all these bullets like fucking Neo at the end of the fucking Matrix. Yet his, <laughs> you know, yet his whole cab, everyone around him is going to fucking jail. But he's yeah. not going to jail. So he's, he's manipulative and he's smart enough to keep his fucking ass out of jail. That being said, you know, while, while fucking, while Trump is playing fucking checkers, uh, you know, Putin is playing fucking chess. And that being said, you know, do I? I agree with you. Yes, I, I'm hoping, I'm praying that there's no collusion. But that collusion like shows, like if you and I rob a bank together, then we colluded together to rob a bank. If right. I kind of like convince you, to, like, hey, Paul, go over there and you know just um, hand the woman at the at the hand the woman at the teller hand the teller this note, and it's a note saying. Give us all the money, bitch, or we blow up this fucking, you know, where you don't know that you're commit, you don't know that you're helping me commit a crime, you know what I'm saying? And I'm there, you know, with the bag, getting all the fucking money, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think Trump, Trump is still a pawn in, this. you know, I, like he's over here cheering and up and down that he's, he's won, he's won but i think he's still the puppet he's still the puppet in this whole thing. that's, uh, just, that's just my hot take i don't take think on
1: he's it. i don't think he's a puppet i don't, I think, I don't that, think he's
2: not he's not being malicious he's because just being you're, you're talking more like
1: <laughs> you're talking more like um the whole situation that happened with george bush and dick cheney dick cheney was the one that was really in charge and george bush was the kind of fucking puppet that's not what's going on here he's just basically here's the thing he's found a, a bunch of people that are really powerful and because of that, if the Republicans even sit there and go, "Oh no, I don't agree with Trump," they get voted out immediately by some other really crazy Republican, if not a Democrat. So they're not stupid. Look, look at look at Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's a perfect example, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. Before Trump became into office, I was I was so on board with if Lindsey Graham became president, I was like, yeah, that w- that guy would make a really good commander in chief. Now. Fuck no. I, I I don't if that guy even gets close to being president, I will I will do everything in my power to make sure he doesn't become president. Mm-hmm. Short of trying to get him assassinated or murdered because, you know, God forbid if I even hint at that. <laughs> oh no, I got secret service at the <laughs> goddamn
2: door. The comments of pulpit school do not necessarily even do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But <laughs> not, but what I was trying to not say. Not it does
2: my two series of a podcast.
1: <laughs> so the collusion part I'm I'm actually happy about. Mm. What I what I find hilarious is this obstruction part. And here's here's the thing that people don't really understand is it's they don't understand that obstruction means that even if let's say they want to charge him with a crime,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I think Mueller in his head is like, I don't think I can I don't think I can charge him with a crime as a sitting president. So what I think is going to happen is hopefully he'll be voted out in the next two years. Um and um basically. What's gonna happen is, is I think that the minute that the minute that he draw, he because for context, when the president changes when the presidency changes hands, after the old president leaves, they get onto the helicopter, they get taken to Air Force One, and they get one more ride on Air, Air Force One. He shouldn't fucking take it because he's been using Air Force One way too much. But that's my problem. <laughs> that's not my problem. Um, but here's the thing. So if the president should basically basically what's going to I think is going to happen is shortly after or a, as he gets off of Air Force One, wherever he goes, whether they be Florida or New York City or whatever, mm-hmm. he's going to be arrested on the spot. I feel like I feel like either something out of the the Mueller report is going to have him arrested or and this is this is another point that people keep forgetting. Mueller has farmed some stuff out to the Southern District of New York City. He's farm some stuff out to west virginia i think and some in washington dc and you know some of that has to do with um uh what's his name there his uh his ex lawyer there um michael colin yeah michael colin so colin whatever um, so <laughs> on, <I'm> cohen so cohen
2: <laughs> whatever i'm <So>, Colin. <laughs> <two> <laughs> <same plan. laughs>
1: so basically something in there is going to get him in trouble but i hate to tell you this chris i don't think he's going to be indicted while he's a president uh depending on what comes out of the law report on the uh, on the um on that issue i think on obstruction i th- i think that he will they may try to impeach him i don't think they should try to if it's if it's an offense they can just charge after the fact but mm-hmm. if it's something to the degree where he needs to be charged then yeah, it needs to happen. So yeah. that's just where I'm at with it. I I, I think there's going to be more to this obstruction thing. I also think there's going to be more to whatever comes out of the Southern District of New York because yeah. something's going on there. So, you know, people are sitting there going, oh, yeah, see so you guys won against Trump. And I'm like sitting there going, you obviously don't know there's other shit going on. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the report hasn't come out. Oh, by the way, these people that worked for Mueller are bitching to these news organizations. Hey, this isn't going on yeah you know what i mean like there's there's more to this obstruction thing than what you think so
2: yeah you know and well it's just also like it's like the people who go like you know oh you know there's no direct connection or whatever i think it's one of those deals where like in in the an eye of the law it has to be like beyond a shadow of a doubt and i think it's one of those deals where Mueller couldn't prove it beyond the shadow of a doubt like it's, it's the same way oj walked after fucking you know you know tons of evidence pointing at him but he walked because they were they weren't able to beyond a shadow of a doubt prove the situation Uh, so i think i think think this is it's one of those deals where muller's like unless i have a fucking you know the absolute smoking smoking gun gun in my hand and i have fucking you know evidence and i got you know i got uh you know uh, you know 10 people with notarized statements saying they saw it you know, and even Donald Trump fucking bragged about he could stand on the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot someone and and get away with it. You know, it's that same deal where like there's enough people that are sycophants that love him and and will suck his dick and do anything they want for him that you know he can kind of get away with that. And and since Mueller doesn't have, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, reasonable doubt uh, information, it's uh, you know the the you know that's why they can't he he doesn't have enough for that. Right. And so. I don't know. Yeah. So let, let's get off the political yeah. wagon. So I mean, um, since 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 we don't want Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders paying for college, we can get Aunt Becky to pay for our college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest
1: with you, uh-huh. real quick about the whole college thing. I'm gonna be honest as somebody that went to college. I wouldn't mind. I, I I wouldn't mind if we came up with something. And I think New York State is doing this, or has already done. Yeah, we did already do this, um, where you get the first two to four years of college. No, I think it's the first two years of college basically free. If you go to a community college or whatever, I think that's a great idea. I think that we should be doing that just because it makes sense. I mean, nobody knows, nobody knows like what they're going to do, you know? So why not just, you know, allow them, allow people to do that. Plus it's going to make it cheaper. Do you know how much in private loans I have, dude? It's a lot. It's not like, it's not where it used to be, but it was, it was up there, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So.
2: But it's like, you know, when this whole story came out, people were like, I mean, it's one of those deals where like, can we really be surprised that people were donating? Now, of course, this particular, I mean, this was a, a, you know, this was collusion <laughs> to get people into college, you know, uh, but you know. For generations, people have been, you know, the parents donate. The whole reason colleges have alumni societies is so people can come back and give money back to the school. Like, oh, you know, we were, we helped you get, you know, to the good place you are in life. And, and how many people, uh, when are referred to as legacies? You know, oh, this, that person's a legacy. Oh, you know, his father came here and his grandfather came here. And what happens, yeah, their legacy because, you know, their grandpa was rich and their dad was rich. And I'm pretty sure dad gave to the Alumni Association and the, and the yeah, uncle but, gave to the alumni. I'm just saying is, is that the, the, there's been pay to play has been going on in colleges for fucking generations. And once again, it's still disgusting. I'm still saying it's, it's fucking disgusting. But, yeah, I mean, but it's not a surprise.
1: Honestly, Chris, like, uh-huh. here's the thing. Like, college back when my dad went to college, mm-hmm. it was cheap as fuck. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, now I, I mean, I can I mean, I, I'm not I'm not condoning this, but I can understand why certain people would be like, here, let me slide you some money so that my daughter or kid can get in for practically nothing. I, yeah, I can colleges understand are being,
2: colleges are being run like a business and not it is, you know, and uh, like and especially in this situation, uh, you know, Lori Laughlin's daughter has a strong social media presence and and i love it that all these people just brought up all these videos and tweets of her saying like i don't want to go to class and i hate school and yeah. w- just when you see her being interviewed like she's a fucking dummy i'm sorry you know you know i know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover but you know no you but, can judge a book by its cover <laughs> don't
1: worry about that cuz this
2: why. girl is a fucking dummy she wants to be uh. you know she, she you know she's pretty and she's on Facebook, and she comes from a, a family with money. She wants to be like a Kardashian. She wants to be, yeah. or, or you know, the younger ones, the 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 ones that aren't don't have Kardashian on their name. You know, the the the, the Hiltons. Well, not the, the Hilton. No, I'm just saying, like the the not the ones that are the kids of, um... oh my god, you know, not the one, not the card, not like Khloe Kardashian. They're they the, the half sisters that the that the father had oh, the sex oh, change. Why am I drawing a blank on their fucking names? Um, um. Well, the Jenners. The, yeah, yeah. The, they want to be mean, Kylie Jenner. They want to be, yeah. you know, they 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 want to have their whole life coming from I tweet and people pay me money to go to clubs and people, you know, and I get money from endorsements for selling, you know. Her daughter was a fucking dummy who, be, though being pretty and coming from an influential family, you know, she had a career. She she would this chick was fucking making money off of Twitter and 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 social media and shit like that. And yet her mom to pay like five million dollars to get her like how stupid do you have to be or your parents have to pay yeah. five million you know at college nobody that's just to get you in the door College, you know it's like these people still have to pay tuition yeah <laughs> i
1: mean i mean don't get me wrong I, I, I honestly think that probably some of that is probably them seeing that kind of shit and just being like Get your fucking ass into school. I'm going to get you into school. Go fucking do it. Like that kind of thing. You know know how our parents are? Like (laughs) stop fucking around on social media and go get a college education. That's the kind of thing that I feel like was happening here. But the way they went about it was stupid. And by the way, let's not kid ourselves. If you think that these celebrities are going to get 20 years in jail, that's not going to happen. No. Okay. They're going to plead out somehow. They're not going to get any jail time. They're going to get probation. They're going to get stuff like that. But guess what? Your kids aren't going to be able to be in school anymore. And anybody that was involved in that, your kids aren't going to be able to be in school anymore. So you kind of fucked it up for your kids. Yeah. So nice job, asshole. But it's just,
2: but, and you know, like it's funny, like there's people who are out there that are like, who who are against like affirmative action. And there are people out there who are against like, you know, oh, this per, you know, you only got into the school because, you know, uh, you know, you're here to, you know, because you filled a quota. And yet it's funny how they'll get mad about that. But they don't get mad when some actress pays for their kid. You know, that kid didn't earn their way into school also. I'm just saying for the mentality, there's people like, oh, you know, this school. Of course, those people are here because, you know, the, the school has to fill a, a a quota of minority students. And that person yeah. didn't earn their right to be here. Yeah, and neither did Lori Laughlin's dummy fucking, you know, who wants to sit, and, and, you know, and trust me, had, had this not blown up, had this not become a news story, that girl would have skirted her way through fucking school, making bare fucking minimum, you know, I'm pretty sure people would have looked out for her, and, you know, she would have, even, even if she got by in a fucking, you know, a C plus average, whatever, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, 4.0, I don't know all those grades, but she would have gotten through, she would have gotten through university. She would have skidded by, skidded by still making a fucking stupid twitter videos and and right. and you know this chick had a fucking free ride because yeah, she did. her mom she had did. her mom had her mom has money
1: yeah and um and you know i because we should move on to probably like you know get a commercial break in here and get to the nerdy news because i think we've talked at length about all this stuff but one quick thing uh-huh. the thing that kind of makes me angry and listen i don't want this to sound racist but it it, it It might come off as this, but maybe the opinions of Chris Cologne, whatever. (laughs) But, you know, the one thing that I've always had a problem with is when I was in high school, for example, if you were African-American and you had, I think it was a B plus average or higher, you automatically got like a thousand or $2,000 scholarship. Whereas I'm here trying to write essays and trying to send all this stuff in to get other scholarships and getting denied every single time. But yet- somebody automatically gets it because of the the color of their skin. Do you see like that's kind of where I think that we got to kind of look at this and be like that kind of pisses me off kind of thing because, you know, it's kind of along the same lines. Well, because you're rich, you can get into school because you have the money. You know what I mean? Like we got to stop with this bullshit. Like stop with it. Like nobody should be getting – Nobody should be getting a free ride, should be getting any money or a free ride based on how rich you are or the color of your skin or whatever you're doing. It's a problem that we need to look at. And that's why I'm thinking – that's why I said like I think having the first two years of college is a good thing because then people don't have to have that expense, especially if they're not going to – well, I mean I think you have to go to a community college to get that. But you know what I mean? Like am I making sense there or am I I coming off – in any way wrong there?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on who's doing the scholarship. You know, what I'm saying if it's a if it's a private organization, they can give their money to whoever the fuck they want. I'm just saying is as in like you know that there, there's there's white guilt. <laughs> there's there's you know there's people out there who feel like I really hope you
1: know, that's not why they did it because that's I'm just sitting there going you know
2: it's there's. You know, there's people, you know, there's... You there's, got a point. I, I never thought about it I'm that just saying way. it depends, you know, and if this is, if you're talking about federal scholarship money, like federal, federal money that comes from all of our pockets, then yeah, definitely then, you know, then there's, you know, it's not being fair, but I mean, if it's, if it's, you know, the John Smith, you know, corporation, they can give their money whoever the fuck they want. And is it, is it not right? Yeah. But, but part, like I said, part of that comes from white guilt. And whether that's yeah, right, that's whether that's I, I didn't think about it right that like. or wrong, you know, it's 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 a version, of, you know, reparations, of whatever the case may be. And I don't want to sound like that, but you know,
1: no, you got a point. I, I'm yeah. I'm I actually I never I don't really think of it in that way because you know I'm as you know Chris I'm I'm like colorblind <laughs> when it comes to like racism like I'm very colorblind I don't. I don't care my your, whatever color you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but you do, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't care what you are. It depends on like my, my thing is, is if like, if your family, if you're a shitty person, then you're a shitty person. It doesn't matter what color you are. Mm-hmm. If you're a shitty person and you're white, you're a shitty person. If you're mm-hmm. black, you're still a shitty person. It doesn't matter who, what, what color skin you are. I don't care. If you sit there and treat people like shit and go to jail, that's on you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I guess that's just where I'm at. I I just wish that we would kind of just step away from this stupidity and kind of just see what we're doing and kind of correct those mistakes. Because I think that's what the problem is these days. And, you know, that's kind of why I agree with having some of the college being paid, because I think people – aren't going to be able to pay for that, especially when everything is going up. Minimum wage is going up to $15 an hour. They're going to charge more in tuition anyways. So
2: yeah, you know what it's, I mean? Colleges are being run like fucking businesses and it's not, you And know... the
1: sad part is, is most of them are nonprofit. That's, what's really sad about it.
2: What do you mean? So, I, I, as in
1: uh, most, most colleges are actually nonprofit colleges like Nazareth college, where I went is a nonprofit. Right. It's a nonprofit college. They don't profit from anything they make yet. They charge an arm and a leg for tuition. You see what I'm saying? So somehow I'm sure that they make money in a sense, but they're not.
2: Well, where does the money go then?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. That's the, that's a good question. Like, how can you be a nonprofit but the money's going nowhere? Well,
2: that's – I mean, like um, – uh, that, That's I, a whole I, other I, conversation. Like, you know I'm saying? But, about. yeah, back – I mean, just to kind of touch on that story that about the people donating uh, – the people paying for the kids to get to college. Some of these people would – they would take the money that they're paying to get their kids into college – would go to a charity that helps the college like it would help the college in a weird way, but then since it's technically a charity, these same people that are paying their kids' way into fucking college were able to write that shit off yeah you know what I'm saying like like if like if like like it isn't fucked up enough uh you know they're you know they're 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 <laughs> they it's a write off for them to, to fucking pay it for they get their dummy kids into fucking school. Uh, you know, instead of getting in on by merit, just getting in because they're fucking, and, and also, before we go, just cut the break. I mean, I had, I had all this other notes here. Um, but, I, and, and, you know, when it comes to, I mean, when earlier we were talking about Trump supporters and shit like that. I had, I had to unfriend, like, two friends, two quote unquote friends of mine. One was a kid I fucking grew up with. Like from downtown Manhattan, you know, Puerto Rican guy, which I I'll never understand the way, the way Trump is supported. Fucking the way is tr- not. Support. Oh, Latinos love him for some
1: odd reason. Yeah, the the, the way, the, no way Trump,
2: the way Trump is fucking disregarded. You know, the people on the island of Puerto Rico. I don't. I'll never understand how a Puerto Rican can support Trump. You know, when 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 you know, I guarantee you, you know, he doesn't consider Puerto Ricans American citizens. And someone had a tweet about that. He the way he had worded the tweet about people in Puerto Rico. And it's like, you know, and then, you know, oh, Puerto Rico mismanaged the money and all the shit. And so and then there was another and the whole thing is that, like, I have don't get me wrong. And there's people on my Facebook who put like Trump things on there. And, you know, and, and I, for the most part, ignore it. Um But it, like these two guys, like, I'll put things like anti-Trump and then they comment and then like I'll answer back. But then they comment back. And it's like, you know what, for that fucking all that back and forth, you know, I, I'd rather lose a friend. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't want to fucking, I, I don't want to have that headache. I'd, I'd go ahead and have a wonderful fucking life, you know, but I just, I got, I'm, I, you know, I had a, you know, since the last podcast and I had that in my notes that like, and like I said, one kid I grew up with and it just, it blows my mind like, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a Stockholm syndrome. Like, you know, like, you know, he's, you know, dude, you're Trump and the people who Trump are really, you know, Trump supporters don't know who the fuck you are, hate who you are. You know, would would tell you to go back to Mexico, even though you even though you're Puerto Rican, and don't consider you an American citizen, and and yet you support them. It's 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 like a it's a self-hating uh, sort of thing going on. Um, and then everything else is sort of we can go to the, we could keep to the. Um, to the nerdy news oh well I do have I do have an Oscar letter and we got actually we got two letters one a good one and an Oscar letter <laughs> there's a good letter and an Oscar letter and uh, I guess with that we'll be back with more Dick and Fart joke. this episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building door number 8 Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash
3: comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, uh, necrophilia. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm
0: shocked, fruit. I know,
3: really. Right? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Science.
2: And we're back. All right, Paul. So, like I said, we do have two letters. Let's start with the good one. I mean, Oscar gets all the fucking attention, but let's start with the with the let's start with a good letter. Oh god. <laughs> no. Um. All right, and this one is some long-term listener of the show, Chris Mounts. Um. Oh, it's a different person. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And well, he was okay. He meant what he says. Uh, Austin's uh, performance as Paul has gone full Andy Kaufman. I don't get that what means. Uh, while it's been amazing, both in length and girth, that's what she said. Uh, when will we get a return of the Tarantino Tuesdays in the car? Um, well, because uh, Chris was I think Chris was talking about uh, the time when Austin was on the show. Uh, Austin and I, you know, long story short, you know, we were working together, fucking eight hours a day. Then we were, we, you know, like I had him on the podcast and stuff like that. And I think that, like us working together and doing the podcast together, is sort of like, you know, like a, like a weird kind of it, there was a little bit of friction there. <laughs> Let's not lie. There's a little bit of friction there. And, uh, so I think. Austin needed needed a bit of a detox. <laughs> he needed some time away from me because I guess, you know, I come on strong and uh so uh you know, he's doing well. The funny thing is that the same place where we used to work together, he doesn't work there anymore. Obviously, I don't work there anymore. Um you know he's he's moved on to uh bigger and better things. Now, as this show as we record this, we're like uh, we're like 2 week 3 weeks away from like our 7 year anniversary. Um he he has uh he has said that uh you know he wouldn't mind coming on for like a guest appearance um because he he said he goes oh we should have like a end game avengers end game crossover where we have everybody on the show and i said you know what that would be great but he also but he wanted it to be like well he suggested it would be like we all talk about avengers end game and i'm like look i love paul Paul doesn't see fucking movies. <laughs> well, I mean, I have more time now. So. I was saying, but I mean, I said but I think Paul's gonna see fucking Endgame. So it's like maybe we could talk about Endgame, but then sort of have it where like it's this weird crossover event. You know, once again, the, the, my the original co-host Kristen has fallen off the face of the earth um you know uh one of the uh, one of the people i mentioned before the before the break uh was a guy that was a guest on his show a long time ago and and he's one of the guys that i've now shut out of my life so i don't think he's gonna be on the show anytime soon um you know i mean maybe i could invite other people who have at one point have been like you know, who've done, you know, maybe we could get Jen in on it also. Uh, that would, that would be interesting, like you, Jen, and Austin on, all on an episode. Mm. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, um, so you're, so you're Tsunami Faithful podcasting
1: this. I see what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it would
2: be, it would be our end game Avengers. You know, uh, there is, there is my buddy Andy, but, as, and he was on an episode fucking years ago. Uh, let's just do four. Let's yeah. not, let's
1: not go too far because your connection,
2: I don't think, could handle it. Yeah. But uh, so uh, so he was so Chris was asking about Austin and like I said and and uh, you know um I mean wait wait a minute then... wait a
1: minute Chris you don't like me is that what's going on here No what are you doing No,
2: no. I'm just I mean saying... I'm,
1: I'm 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 what what am I again I'm Andy coughing Kaufmaning
2: it or... No he's he's, he's Paul he's, Austin's performance as Paul has gone full Andy Kaufman I think he's saying that like uh that like uh, like like Austin he was there but then he disappeared. sort of a deal yeah and uh you know and i know and i know chris is is a long-term listener uh you know he's 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 a super fan you know he doesn't write as often as oscar does but (laughs) but uh you know you know i I, and and i i've invited him on the show also so i guess you know uh if if maybe you know if we can fucking make the planets align uh i wouldn't mind having him on the show also um but you just wh- wanna, you just wanna whore out this podcast, don't you? Well, I'm just saying, is, it would, <laughs> in the, in the, in the, in the spirit of Avengers Endgame, where like everybody in every fucking movie who's, you know, except any of the bad guys, uh, you know, all the superheroes, which would be, you know, which, which, well, then again, what, uh, people weren't expecting the Red Skull in, uh, Infinity War. So, I mean, who knows, who knows who we'll see in, uh, in Avengers Endgame. But in the yeah. spirit of that, where, um, a crossover event where a bunch of people and who knows, you know, we could, maybe we could get Durell on, maybe we could get sketch, maybe we could get, um, uh, uh, monkey nuts. I forgot her name. You know, maybe, you know, maybe we could make this weird, uh, crossover event for, for end game, you know, I mean, but under the two strangers, one podcast banner and, you know, get Jen and, and Austin and, you know, it'll just be a big giant clusterfuck, but you know, so, so, uh, once again, a big shout out to Chris mounts and, uh, you know, and, and like I said, you know, Austin, you know, we, I think I, I, I had war on his fucking nerves for a while. He, he took a break <laughs> after a while. And then, uh, you know, but like him, like I said, him and I, and, and, and let me tell you, and you want to call this nerdy news, I, I hung out with Austin the other day and I played, uh, Batman VR. Holy shit. Batman VR is such a good game. Now, it's a short game. I mean, with his help, I beat it like just over an hour um but i mean it's beautiful it's i mean it's kind of simple i'm pretty sure the vr game there you know that came out in 2016 that was like three years ago um so you know obviously the vr for the playstation has gotten better since then uh but playing it was fucking gorgeous it really like i had so much fun playing it and you know i i like all the all the rocksteady uh batman uh games so uh you know and austin's you know austin's a big gamer you know, so he likes to. You know, he he had he had like other VR games, but he was like, "Look, dude, I have to get to work." <laughs> um Yeah. Let me see. All right, so let's let's get to the other letter, and this one uh, isn't.
1: <laughs> here we go.
2: We you know we gotta get gotta get Oscar. Let Oscar get his his piece in. Now, oddly enough, this has nothing to do with the podcast, but he goes, "Okay, Oscar," and this was once again we have so many such large gaps in between the episodes. Um. He goes, uh, Chris, I saw a pic of you and your daughter on a bus to NYC. You are one ugly fat fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That beard makes you look like a piece of shit. Damn, it irks me to my core. Uh, Like, you are a very unattractive man. You have one eye that doesn't look straight. What did they call that? That's called ocular dysplasia. And I I was born cross-eyed and I had surgery on it. I had surgery on my eyes when I was a kid. I had to wear corrective lenses for a while. I, the glasses uh. I wear now are like reading glasses, just because I'm getting old. Uh, but my ocular and my, my, ocular dysla, dys, my ocular dysplasia happens more when I'm not really like paying attention, and so it'll look like I'm my eyes are crossing. But you know, so it's bad enough. Yeah, I'm a fat fuck, and I got a lazy eye. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, he "What they call?" Okay, okay hey, back to the letter. But that damn beard. I hope you never see pussy again. (laughs) Your beard angers me. (laughs) Wow. It reminds me of the hippie douches that you talk about that gentrify your old neighborhood. Uh, You look just like them, except that you're broke and can't afford an apartment in your old (sighs) gentrified neighborhood. Uh, With all the gray, you look like a grandpa hipster. Thank you for allowing me to appreciate the fact that I am immensely better looking than you, Oscar. Wow. now that being said sometime before this fucking podcast ends look we're we're seven years in and i mean i have no intention of slowing down soon but like i'm gonna have to challenge oscar on that i'm I'm gonna want him to send in a photo and i think like but i also i don't want to i don't want to i want it like at the last minute to get okay look you have fucking you know two hours to send a picture in where you're you know you're holding a pi- a sign that says, I hate Chris or something like that, just so he doesn't go out and like finds a good picture online of someone holding up like a piece of paper and like, you know, <laughs> and says, like, I hate Chris, like, you know, or or or, or, uh, or maybe a video of him. So I'm going to challenge Oscar one day. Not yet, because I kind of like the fun of him. Like, let him keep his anonymity. But, you know, he's been talking a lot of shit about me over the years,
1: and yes. I would love
2: for him to send in the video. And I hope he doesn't fucking go on, like, you know, hire, like, a good-looking guy, like, hi, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> he hires some handsome fucking guy, like, Chris is a fucking asshole. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I want to, like, maybe wait for the last minute, like, okay you know you have two hours to send a video that's you doing this or, or or take a picture of you doing that so he doesn't have time to plan it and photoshop it or something and then we'll see and look i know i'm a bad looking guy but you know i, I you know you're beating me up a little too much buddy i want to see what the fuck you look like but we'll we'll wait for that day to hum or maybe if he wants I mean, to be part of the the avengers i, mean, I gotta, game I gotta be honest
1: like i gotta be honest like <laughs> I don't know if we can be fair about that, cause I, I, cause he, if you looked at his Facebook, me and you have him on Facebook, like, there's no pictures of him, so it's just like,
2: yeah, it's a okay. It's a what do you have to that you don't have any pictures? <laughs> yeah, I mean at least look, I'm ugly, but I'm fucking, I own that shit. <laughs> I got plenty of pictures of me being ugly on on screen, so you know, just to be fair, I read the letter. Um, okay, let's let's uh uh let's quick shoot through the nerdy news. Got a chance to see us uh jordan peele's uh second newest movie uh there are a lot of people that are saying it's connected to get out i do not see the connection to get out
1: well real quick did you did you notice like some people were saying and i'm sure you've heard this like like jordan peele's trying to like send a message by like so his first movie was get out yeah and then you have us uh,
2: which is so the it's US. get
1: out of the u.s yeah
2: <laughs> i saw a joke online where it's like uh you know the next movie is going to be called Before It's Too Late. <laughs> Get out yeah. the U.S. Before It's Too Late. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did not like, okay. I think if you change the last 15 minutes of that movie, it's a much different movie. Uh, it, you know, obviously the, the beginning part and there, it is very intriguing of like, what the hell's going on? And Jordan Peele could have easily easily kind of like copped out and not given us the origin story of the people in the red jumpsuits. And once again, it's not really spoiling much because, you know, I don't, I don't like his story of why, why those people in the, in the, in the red jumpsuits are, they look like us and they're trying to kill us or whatever the case may be. Um, and now the funny thing is, after after I saw, when I saw it the first time I was like I like it but I I'm kind of disappointed by the last 15 minutes of the movie, then like I went online and I started watching all these videos about the symbolism and the symbology and and, and the foreshadowing and I mean don't be me wrong the movie's beautifully shot it has tons of foreshadowing um, you know I kind of wish he changed the ending a little bit but you know I guess I mean if you liked Get Out you'll like Us. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I just, it, it, there's something about the movie that doesn't sit right with me, so I kind of, you know, uh, I wanted to like it. You know, whatever he puts out next, I'm going to go see. You know, he has, hasn't, like, totally turned me off. I just, you know, and then, um also, you know, he he's put out, he's producing the the Twilight Zone. And if you know where to look, <laughs> if you know where to look online, I've already seen the first two episodes. Well, one of the episodes they actually put on I don't know if it's still there, but like on April first, they put out the episode. Uh, I don't know if it's called the comedian. I think it's called. It's with uh, Kumail Nan- Nanjani. He was on a he was on a podcast called like the Indoor Kids or some shit like that. Uh-huh. And he's he's he runs with the whole like there's this whole people on the West Coast like that are podcasters and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you know he's been I, I think he was in he was on uh, or at least he was on a couple episodes of like Silicon Valley and stuff like that. You know and and now the two episodes i've seen are good the second one is with adam scott and the weird thing is because it was called like the nightmare at feet which i thought i thought it was going to be a remake of the one with like william shatner where they see the the, the 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 troll on the gremlin on the plane on the wing of the plane that's not it now i i think i'm wondering if they have if if they named it after that episode, but it's not that episode. It has nothing to do with the troll being on the plane, on the, on the wing of the plane. But the funny thing is, and and this isn't well, I don't want. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but they do have that troll in the episode. There's a there's a little Easter egg. It's not you know, it's there and you see it and it, you know, and it's a shout out to the original, but it's not it's not alive. It's like a stuffed doll. I mean, you know, it's not, and that's not spoiling too much. And I don't want to spoil the ending. The first two episodes, pretty good. I'm digging it. You know, I, I get where it's going, you know, um, luckily, you know, it's not like black mirror where black mirror tries to have like a bit of a, a lesson to it. This seems more like just traditional twilight zone where just fucked up shit happens. Um, I thought, and the whole thing is with the uh, CBS All Access, it's not like Netflix. They didn't release all the episodes at once. It's like what they did with the, I, I mean, I, I guess this is what they did with the Star Trek also. It's being released week after week. Like, they put out two episodes and the next one doesn't come out till like the 11th. You know, and then, you know, so they're going to be weekly episodes. So, I mean, luckily I mean, if if my source <laughs> lets me see the episodes uh, as, they're, as they're released, because uh, I was able to see the episodes like on the 2nd, and you know, the first episode I saw on the first, because that, that first episode they actually put on YouTube. Like, legit, like, you know, uh, uh, not um, not bootlegged, uh, you know, a, a legitimate you know, CBS All Access promotional thing. It might still be on there at this time. Um, I dig them. I dig it. And Jordan Peele's playing it totally straight. He's playing Jordan Peele. I mean, he's, he's playing the Rod Serling of the situation. He's not... You know, he, he's not making a joke about it. He's playing it very serious, and uh, you know his interaction with it is is pretty decent. So, so far so good. Thumbs up for me. Uh, you know, you're not getting you're not getting my eight dollars a month or whatever the fuck CBS All Access is, <laughs> but it's pretty good. Um, let me see. Uh, Shazam. As we're recording this, Shazam just came out. I wanted to go see it last night, but uh, I, I had my daughter, so I couldn't go see it. Um, Batman VR, Dumbo. Uh, I didn't like Dumbo the first time I saw it. it was, I don't know why I'm going to go see a live action version of it. Um, Flower City Comic Con, they're doing a, a, a comic con here in Rochester. Ch- well, you just went to one, an anime one out of the university. Toricon, yeah, Toricon. Uh, we
1: were. Uh, Toonami faithful was partnered with them to do some stuff. So, um, basically, I mean that. I mean it, it's it's. It's always good. I, I think they were kind of. I don't think they had really, because they didn't really like the VAs that they had. Some of them were more like they went to school out here, mm-hmm. so that's. I think that's why they brought him here. Um, wow. our, our friend Ian Sinclair came. That was announced just before the con, which I, I hate when they do that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I had a conversation with him. I did an interview a little bit more in depth than we have in the past. Excuse me. That'll be up soon. I would have liked so, to have been there
2: because I I I know he gets tons of interviews, but I bet he'll remember. Oh no, he remembers you. No, no, oh, no. Okay. He
1: knows where you are. Don't trust me. Um, but so um there's that, but Flower City Comic Con. So if you go to their Facebook page, you'll see in the comment section I left a comment. The problem that that's happening with Flower City Comic Con, and I'll be quick about this, is they're turning into this wrestling con and there's no problem listen listen there's no problem with uh, having a wrestling con Mm -hmm. trust me rochester loves wrestling that's why you know i wish they would they would do live events here more like have raw live have smackdown live you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i i get it i understand that but don't call yourself a comic con because they're having it at the blue cross arena which is where the wrestling usually has and they're bringing in the local wrestling uh federation whatever company
2: to yeah, it's, yeah it seems to be like a wrestling promotion that just so happens to have comic-con elements with it
1: <laughs> yeah and i'm just like i, I don't get it I, I just listen i understand you have three power rangers and you have one of the guys from terminator but the rest is wrestling and it's basically focused on wrestling why would i want to do a panel at your con when it has nothing to do oh chris is about to get arrested um <laughs> uh, why would i want to have anything to do with your con when you don't have anything that's gauged towards me. Also, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay money to go go down to Flower City Comic Con for that. I think that's just I just think it's incredibly stupid, and they they need to figure it out. They need to figure out
2: yeah what it, they're it, going to do. Yeah, because and if you look at like when you look at like the guests, it's like like it's exactly what you said. They have like four people that have played like Yellow Ranger, and I'm not like it's not even a joke. It's like oh no, like three people that played the the Yellow Ranger. Wrestler Hacksaw Jim Duggan, yeah. who I like, you know, uh the dude from Terminator who is like, you know, the the real father of of John Connor, Uh you know, a comic book artist, two artists, three artists, four artists, you know, okay, okay, there's a couple of artists, like, you know, six artists, <laughs> you know, and there's like, you know, Virtual Arcade and Foam Art, Foam Dart League and, yeah. uh, you know, a shield suv like not even like just 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 suv with the agents of shield logo on it um you know the 501st which is you know the the local um you know the, the guys who dress up like stormtroopers that's you know uh cosplay repair room uh you know the Rochester ghostbusters and don't be wrong i i don't you know it's kind of good that this is staying local but it's holy shit is it's is it, it's kind of chintzy you know, it, it's yeah. I've, I, there's nothing I see right here that makes me uh, want to run out to this comic con. Now that being and, said, and that's
1: the problem, and that's the problem. Yeah. Like Chris, this this has the potential to be a really good con, and the people that run it, they have really good And intentions. There's plenty of space. You know, you like, need the, to, f- like you need to like kind of, and, and you just gotta kind of look at what you're doing and say to yourself, Am I actually doing a comic con, or am I doing something different? Yeah. And if they want to do different, then that's fine. Do different. Focus in on what you want to do. If you're going to do a wrestling con, do it big. Focus completely on that. Get some get like one or two big guests and some other wrestlers like Hacksaw Jim Duggan mm-hmm. and then just go all out with it. And that's fine. I would I would probably even attend that just to see how it goes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But what you're doing right now, is not what it should be yeah you know and and I, I hate to say this but they're going they're they're starting to get to the level of rock con, and RockCon is a shitty con <laughs> nobody should be going to rock con. i'm sorry
2: but it's they're funny because really you said like you know you're a guest of rock that's how we met
1: but see i we, didn't we know we how shitty they rock. were until i went yeah you know what i mean and ironically that's where i met vic manana for the first time and saw how shitty he was to, to uh staff ah, so you mean. know it's like you know you get you get enlightened about things, but also being in our kind of business, so to speak, they should be doing a better job and they need to just kind of. And for me, I like these guys. I don't think what they're doing is wrong, but they need to kind of fo- they need to focus in on doing one thing or being an actual comic con, because if you're going to be an actual comic con. Great. Be diverse. Get some anime guests, get some wrestling guests, get some uh, other animation guests. Mm-hmm. Do that up, but don't sit there and play like that you're not a wrestling con because that's what you're doing. You literally are working with a wrestling company here in Rochester and are and are putting up a ring in the middle of the goddamn Blue Cross Arena.
2: Yeah. Come on. Come on. That's that's what you're doing. Yeah. And I mean with that being said, I mean, you know, for local people who don't have the money or the resources or the fucking, you know, you know, if you can't go down to New York City Comic Con, you know, you know, like, and the reason—the whole reason I even real know that this is going on—is that uh Jen Jen told me that she's going to the con, and at first I didn't even know it existed. Then I looked it up online because she wants to bring her kids, and of course, you know, she's got, you know, she's got the three kids, and you know, uh, you know, so. You know, she, you know, it's not like she can shoot down to New York City with three kids to New York City and go to New York Comic Con, you know, but this is this is sort of this is entry level. This is this is the kind of thing you can bring your kids to where it's like, hey, it's kind of like a convention, you know, I mean, it's a. I mean, it is a con, but I mean, you know, it's sort of it's a con light it's (laughs) it's entry level this is this is your gateway drug this is (laughs) this is the marijuana you got to smoke before you start doing the crack and the heroin you know uh so it's you know it these guys need to put on a better fucking show that being said you know I, i may go you know, I may, I may drag my daughter to it, you know, just to give her something to do, let her see what a Comic-Con is like. Because she always wants to go. You know, she sees my videos from Comic-Con, and she sees the pictures I take, and she wants to go. So, you know, I may, I may drag her. I may drag her down there just to fucking, you know, have a good time. You were a dragger. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> she, like, she wants to go, but it's one of those deals. Like, when we were in New York City, there was like, you know, we, we, we were going to get, we wanted to get on the boat to go to the Statue of Liberty. To, you know, to, well, it takes you by the Statue of Liberty so you could take pictures. Oh, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. We go. We wait online. We pay the pay the tickets. All this other shit. The minute we get on the boat, oh, could I get your phone so I can watch YouTube videos? Yeah. Like, oh. you know, like you know, like you wanted to get on this boat to go see the Statue of Liberty. Uh, you know, you know, and it's just how kids are. They they want something, but then they're you know they're short attention span. Um. You know, kind of makes them it's kind of frustrating. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the deal with Flower City Comic Con. Um, great news since the last our last podcast. James Gunn is back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I was reading I was I, I saw a thing online and I kind of thought about it. Like, what if now don't be wrong, this is great news and they're bringing him back. What if Disney had this planned all along? What if Disney said, "Look, there are all these people that are bringing up shit from his past, so we're going to suspend him." Right? And they suspended him. And and like they legit suspended him because, you know, obviously um if he was in on it, he you know, uh, he wouldn't have gone over to DC and get Suicide Squad and um I think he's pr- he he's producing this other movie called Brightburn, which is about it's kind of like a, a what if Superman was evil. Yeah, we saw that where these these people find a kid and the kid's an alien and he has superpowers and he can shoot lasers out of his eyes. But in that particular movie, he you know he fucking kills people and shit. So, um, you know, I think that like Disney legit let him go and then they were like in the back of their mind they're like you know what we're gonna give it a couple months let this shit die down in the fucking news and shit like that you know because all these people were pressuring them to do it they did it and what if they said okay look we you know we were gonna fucking hire you back you know
1: i'm gonna make it more
2: simpler chris uh-huh.
1: probably the whole cast was about to leave and that's when they went nope we're gonna bring you back we're gonna bring him back so
2: that would have been awesome i mean if that's the case that would have been awesome because I, I, sh- I think it was they showed solidarity done quiet. you know they yeah, showed they solidarity after he got fired
1: and i think it was done in quiet i think behind the scenes they literally went to the disney execs and said listen If you don't hire him back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we're done. Yeah. None of us are doing this. And I guarantee you that's what changed. So we'll see. Yeah. So that's... Speaking speaking of that, Batista is going to be in WrestleMania this weekend. So there's that too. But...
2: Yeah. I mean, look, like The Rock, you know, like they're they're smart enough where they know where their fucking bread is buttered. You know what I'm saying? You know, they know the fans, you know... They come back and what, you you know, I mean, obviously they stay in shape because for the movies and shit like that, but you know, you, you do a weekend, (laughs) you know, then you go back to Hollywood for the rest of the fucking year. You know, you do, you do, you, you do your WrestleMania, give the fans what they want and then go back to fucking making real money doing nothing <laughs> you yeah. know What, I'm saying? what uh-huh. has Batista done in those fucking gardens of the galaxy movies i mean exactly you know and then he has this cute movie coming out called my spy where have you yeah seen i it? just yeah. saw that yeah it's yeah, like a, a little that. girl kind of films him and kind of outs him as a spy and he's and like to shut her up like she tells him to teach him and it, it reminds me of like when arnold schwarzenegger did a kindergarten cop when like the rock did like the tooth fairy movie He just
1: he looks so uncomfortable in that movie
2: what <laughs> i'm saying is like he it's. I'm glad that he's hitting that part of his career where like he can make the goofy movies. He can make like the family movies. You know, like you know, obviously he's an action star. He's an action guy. But you know, he can make the family ones. Cause yeah, look, those checks don't bounce, and it's not you know, it's not like he's putting a dent in his fucking career. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is coming out. You know, he's gonna be in the new Terminator Six that's coming out later this year. You know, even though he did Kindergarten Cop and Twins and Junior and all that shit. So uh you know, I I, I I'm glad he's getting work. Um, the Disney deal has officially gone through with Fox. Uh, so, you know, meaning now, you know, sometime, I, I mean, it's too soon for it to be an end game, but you know, I would love for them to put some sort of connection in there. Even if, cause remember like years ago, they had just said, I think it was in the uh, winter soldier. They said, Dr. Stephen strange. They had mentioned Dr. Strange and winter soldier, um, just in passing, so, uh, just, I mean, just imagine if they had, if they say like, you know, Professor Xavier's School for the Gifted, or some shit like that. You know, if they m- just mention, just in a fucking, just an off scene that has nothing to do with the movie, just mention it. Cause obviously they still have the cast and all this shit, and you know, and of course, you know, of course, we would want Patrick Stewart, we'd want, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hugh, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman to come back. I don't know what the possibility of that is actually going to be but you know even if they just just mention you know weapon the weapon x program just mention and it, and fantastic four uh you know which means we can have galactus we can have silver surfer you know the you know uh, once again you know, and you know they they said didn't, didn't they officially announce like the running time of the avengers is like three hours now oh yeah it's three yeah. hours so like you're gonna have like you're gonna have people gonna have to fucking you're gonna have to, bring like a piss bucket with you (laughs) let's see the avengers because you know this movie's gonna be three hours long and so you know i I, i'm super excited um once again i mean i I like and you know as as we close this phase of the marvel movies which was really avengers centric obviously these these movies became as avengers maybe the next phase can be the x-men you know we can have you know where. Of course, we'll still have Avengers movies and shit like that, and they could weave these all these movies together, but you know we now we can leave this phase behind and focus on x men you know and and if they do you know a third of how good as they did with the Avengers movies with the x men who are established characters that people will come out and see because they know these characters you know if they do it right, these movies can be fucking incredible you know or and and they can do a fantastic four uh, you know, a good Fantastic Four movie now with the proper, you know, and have these, you know, we could see Reed Richards meet Tony, you know, Reed Richards work with Tony Stark and stuff like that. I'm super excited about it. You know, there's been no announcements whatsoever, but I think they're gonna wait. They want to get and let let them get Endgame out, and then they can start teasing us with like, you know, oh, you know, we're working on a new X Men movie. And I'm and I'm and remember, Kevin Feige. You know, we all know and love Kevin Feige from these movies now Kevin Feige was working on the original X-Men he was like you know he was a lower level producer on all of those movies Kevin Feige's been there since the fucking beginning on the original fucking X you know so you know now that he got his toys back or now that you know he's got the toys in his in his sandbox now he's gonna have you know the same you know the same guy who gave us the two best fucking X-Men movies in my opinion uh, you know X-Men 1 and X-Men 2 he was there in the beginning now that he has a bigger budget, now that he has the support of the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's gonna give us that fucking magic again, you know. So, uh, you know, I'm super excited. Like I said, Kevin Feige was there in the beginning. He's gonna be there, you know, to give it, give us what we fucking want. Um, okay. Uh, Taika Waititi, uh, the guy who uh, directed Thor Ragnarok, um, and in Thor Ragnarok, he was the voice of Korg, the rock monster. I get they announced that he's going to be the voice of IG-88, which is the robot bounty hunter in the in the Disney Plus's Mandalorian show. And once again, the Mandalorian you, know,
1: you, you got to stop evading the, the,
2: <laughs> the <authorities. police. laughs> It's funny. every it's like every I've moved so many times during this podcast, but I always my computer is always somewhere near a window so the yeah, the police cars. And it I look, this is what happens when you live in the hood. There's fucking police cars all the time. Um but yeah, Taika Waititi, he's going to be the voice of IG-88. In the Mandalorian TV show, which, I mean, I mean, I love Taika Waititi, you know, uh, you know, I love Thor Ragnarok. And once again, you know, his inner, he's gonna, you know, he goes into fucking sound booth for a day, records what he needs to record, and then, you know, remember, uh, the, the Mandalorian show is all under, um, the guy that directed Iron Man 1. You know, uh, I, I I I I'm killing myself that I forgot I, I forgot his name. You John know, uh,
1: John Favreau,
2: John Favreau. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe if it wasn't for John Favreau. So he's doing the Mandalorian. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the idea of the Mandalorian TV show because it should have just been called Boba Fett because that's what it is. But you know, IG88, who's you know a bounty hunter along with uh, Boba Fett, is going to be on the show, voiced by Taika Waititi, which means it's it's going to be funny. You know, Taika Waititi isn't going to take us. You know, this is going to be a serious. It's going to be action and it's going to be funny, and I'm all for that. Um, uh, what's his face, Keanu Reeves and uh, Summers, whatever the other guy's name is. Uh, they've they've officially announced Bill and Ted is coming out 2020. But then then again, I, I like on my Facebook post recently, like on this day, it was like literally last year they they had announced <laughs> an upcoming Bill and Ted three. Uh, it's going to be called Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um. You know, it, they're not going to try to replace George Carlin as Rufus. Uh, they say, actually said that they're going to address Rufus not being in the movie, and they say it's going to be a real heartfelt heart, heart moment. Uh, you know, Alex Winter, that's the name of the other guy. Um, I, I do love the fact that like, Keanu Reeves has become like this gigantic fucking movie star, and, and Alex Winter has you know maybe made three movies since then. Um, but uh you know i get finally you know after keanu reeves did like john wick 18 you know we'll finally have a bill and ted movie yeah uh, exactly <laughs> and speaking of uh kind of things coming back uh uh kevin smith is doing a jay and silent bob reboot they just finished uh jay and silent bob reboot which is part two basically to jay and silent bob strike back from 2001 or 2000 uh i'm super excited like so many people from this is going to be the movie that like if he if this is his last movie then he'll be done because they're bringing back like damn near everybody who's ever been in a kevin smith movie anybody who's ever had like a major you know unfortunately you know stanley's gone so we're not going to have stanley you know the you know ben affleck I don't, I, the, 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 you know, there was rumors, whatever, that Ben Affleck and, and Kevin Smith are having issues. So that's why Ben, Ben Affleck's not in it. But I think, then I think at the last minute, Ben Affleck kind of changed his mind, but it's already too late because Kevin Smith already, you know, and it's, it's going to be sad that Ben Affleck isn't in it. But, you know, who knows? What's not to say between now and when the movie releases, they can't maybe film a scene somewhere else but who's who's to know that they didn't do one anyways yeah that's the thing i mean that would be a great surprise if like it happened and then you know we just don't know about it uh you know because there there have been movies that shoot around you know and this is i mean for all intents and purposes this is a relatively low budget movie so it's you know sometimes low budget movies they'll you know because all he really needs is ben affleck in a room for like a day <laughs> you know what I'm saying so when ben affleck is finished gets out of rehab or whatever the fuck he's doing you know they could go and record a scene in a little you know offshoot area or whatever and then just edit it into the movie later on uh so there's that and then also just uh, my last bit of news i mean if you haven't checked it out yet uh netflix series love death and robot uh it, it's a series of mini cartoons you know some are like some are like 10 minutes long some are like you know half an hour long um, you know, uh, the, the anim- it's anim- all the animation styles are different. Some are very realistic. Some are kind of goofy. Uh, just, you know, uh, parental warning advice. There are dicks and there are tits. <laughs> there's ultra violence and people getting their fucking heads blown off. So this is not for the kiddies Um, there's one of them, one of the, the, one of the, the bits almost looks like, um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, That kind of animation. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, with Spider Man and Spider Verse, that was actually like different versions of animation kind of like mashed together on purpose. And uh, for some reason, this whole thing reminds me of. Um, Spider Man is the Spider Verse. It's it's all it, none of these none of the stories are connected. There's no uh, over over overlying uh, storyline, you know. Uh, but just for what it is, it's beautiful animation. Some of them are goofy. Some of them are super violent. Some of them are just fucking lots of crazy sex. There are a couple like weird ones that have nothing to do with robots, or so that was kind of upsetting. Uh, I th- you know I want if it's gonna be called Love, Death, and Robots, every sketch should have a robot in it. um some of them are fucking beautiful, you know, look like, uh, you know, when, when Final Fantasy did that movie where it was like realistic and shit like that. Yeah. You know, so, you know, some of these are, the animation is so beautiful, it looks photorealistic. So, uh, that's, I, my, my recommendation, cause I mean, since we started, since we recorded the last episode, uh, I've noticed like it's, it's no longer trending on, fa- on, on Netflix, but if you get a chance, fucking check it out, cause it is fucking gorgeous. Um, so I think, uh, we should wrap it up that's what, that's she, what said. she said uh please check out uh please check out two strange one podcast.net where you can find all things show related you can find links to our itunes uh pay our itunes account or our team's page where if you have an iphone an ipad or ipod you could download them on all your i devices if you don't have an iphone an ipad or ipod you can download this on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r the stitcher app for android devices where you could do like what i do is when you're in the wi-fi spot you can download everything to your phone you know just put the option for listen long uh, listen offline and uh, listen later available offline Download everything in your Wi-Fi spot so you're out and about and you're handling your business or you're at work or you're goofing off, whatever. You can listen to all your podcasts without killing your battery, without killing your data plan. Um, uh, if you want to write to us, as in this episode we've proven that, you know, you, we get good fan email and we get bad fan email, uh, you can write to us all at two strangers one podcast uh, at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can... Uh, we want your money. We need your money. And one day before, <laughs> I-, I turned off my eBay page when I went to New York City, uh, because, you know, I don't want to have to, you know, I was, I can't sell shit if I'm not at home. And I kind of, I've left it off for now just because it was, it wasn't that much of a pain in the ass, but it was just, you know, I want to make sure I get everything out on time so it's nice to not, not have to have to rush out every day to go to the post office. Um but I'll get that back up and running um uh, we want your money we need your money but if you can't do that just share us on facebook facebook.com slash two streams of podcast uh share and like this episode share and like our page um you know once again it takes two seconds to do it and it supports the show without you having to spend a dime um uh, of course you can download all our, our episodes on our soundcloud page which is our hosting site um so you can listen to the last like two three years worth of episodes any episodes that aren't available on soundcloud you can find on youtube just go on youtube and search for two strings one podcast and uh listen to them listen to this fucking damn near seven years worth of uh podcasts on either soundcloud or on youtube um and while you're on youtube you could check out my stranger vlogs you could ch- check out my audiobook, odd i see a tale from the road uh you can find, and on twostrangersin1podcast.net, you can find the link to buy my first book, uh, Double Jackpot, uh, on, you could, you could listen to my two albums that I put out, uh, as XLNYC, which is my, my, my artist's name, if you want to call it that, my, my electronic music, um, you can find links to that on two strangers of podcast.net. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Um, I, I I can't think of anything else to acquiesce the to you, sir. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? <laughs>
1: okay. So you can find me at, on Twitter at Paul Paulbuscrillo. You can email me, Paul Buscrillo at TunotbeFaithful.com. Oscar's not shy about that. Um let's see, where else? You can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Buscrillo and um yeah that's about it unless you're on our toonami discord uh obviously i'm part of the toonami faithful podcast so listen to me there as well all
2: right we certainly hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording thank you for listening to two strangers in a podcast i'm chris i'm paul don't be a stranger peace we're out bye you should be fapping (laughs) <laughs>
1: As you're making that noise, your stomach went off. All
0: right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want double
4: hear? jackpot? What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris
0: Cologne smells good to me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. I broke that fucking cold little exterior.
4: Hee. <laughs> but it is spelled C O L O N. punny But. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist Eric who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic I you, Lynette
0: I'm, I'm, oh <laughs> fucking are you sure I didn't write this <laughs> uh, i smell. sounds hauntingly familiar
4: he starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively su- sorry creatively supportive woman Nadia
0: oh, I, I gotta meet her where's the Nadia
4: there's your summer girlfriend summer Nadia
0: is Nadia Nadia. Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher Cologne, smells real lovely, with an original idea. This is, I've never heard this before. I
4: haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me, This is just a good idea, you could stand on your own, man, you don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks, this is nothing like that, <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is?
4: I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon.
0: Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part.
4: Wait a right, man.
0: He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you. Sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook my motherfucker, up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin, that's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I wanna run it past him, man. I wanna, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will.
4: The book could also be ordered on www
0: $5 is yeah. insanely inexpensive. 15 is not even that bad for a for paperback version. No. This is a million-dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I know. On.
4: You're trying to get me to laugh again.
0: It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Colone. man. It's the first book in his comic books, Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Colone, like a motherfucker, I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.